<laughs> there it is. Ah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bandwidth and Banter. Uh, let me see if this other screen probably won't work. Just a sec. We're just testing. Yeah, that, that didn't work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a feeling it wouldn't work since, you know, uh, yeah. Morbid curiosity. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. So, hello, everybody. Again, we're, we're here for episode number, I guess, technically number two, since we kind of started. I mean, it's, it's not our, I don't know. How do we want to? Uh, it'll be the episode number, oh. number th actually, episode number three on the YouTube. So that's what that we'll have true. to call it. So, uh, episode three. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, uh, so. I, I am, I am, I'm so happy to be here with you guys again today. Uh, as I know, the, this lady over here, Drew at IRL, here at Stormkeep, here to interview uh, you guys. Wait, no, I don't know what we're doing today. You have to refresh my memory. Uh, I hey, am Star Kitty interviewing. There. <laughs> Stormy today. Oh, that's right. Actually, I, 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 that's right. You said that earlier. I I didn't. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Brain yeah. brain freeze moment. So it's um, all good. Well, um, we have some great questions today. Actually, I was not the only person to come up with questions. It was a combination group effort amongst a few of us, and I am genuinely really excited about diving down this rabbit hole with you. Um, we've touched on it before. Uh, like, we've touched on some of these aspects before, but I, I, I feel like giving you the opportunity to talk about it more um, on one interview will be great. Awesome, it'll I agree. It'll be very good. I think it'll be so. fun. I, I, I look forward to... Uh, Hearing these intriguing questions that you have, and and I believe that you know the the primary topic of conversation is Dungeons and Dragons related, and so it's something. That's correct. It's a, a topic that I always love talking about, so it's exactly. going to be my pleasure and honor. Let's uh, let's uh, relax and chat for a little bit though, and let let more people filter in and make sure that our yeah. uh, bandwidth clears up some. Hey, on you guys' end, does everything seem clear, visuals and audio? Because um, my uh, my Twitch is telling me that uh, our bandwidth is 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 uh, rocky. I just wanted to see what you guys think. Nice crocky moats. Yeah, those are pretty cool. All good at Banana Tom's Inn. Well, if it's good in the UK, it's probably going to be good everywhere else. Since that's a yeah, no kidding. <laughs> big hop. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No bugs yet. Hi, Daddy Dagoth. Yeah, look at that. We got Daddy Dagoth. We got Banana Tom. And oh my God, my that's a cute little Star Kitty. Look at her. Hello. Star Kitty's here. <laughs> she's uh she's uh, lurking while working. <laughs> We love her so much. Mm. I had to fight the urge to wear my Star Kitty shirt yet again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I, I sort of, in a way, get to wear Star Kitty shirts all the time because these shirts are typically the shirts you see me wear are shirts that Star Kitty got me. So, <laughs> technically, not quite the same thing, but you know. There's Aries. I'm in a bad area, so bad for me on my end. Oh, I'm sorry, Aries. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, no. Well, it's intended it clears up. 
um, so you can enjoy the show. Of course, there's always the VOD and, and or the YouTube video, more importantly. Yeah, it's better for us if you guys watch it on, uh, watch the, the, the non-live version on the YouTube yes. channel. And to, to, you know, share the YouTube channel with your friends so that we can, uh, you know, get more people subscribed to it and get, get, get that channel over there popping. Uh, we have a lot of plans for bandwidth and banter guys we're, we're gonna build this up together to uh, be something really cool and special um, for for all of us for storm saga games and, yes. and all of the wonderful people of stormkeep so um, let's, uh, yeah. let's let's do it together all right so enough of that intro um, uh, well, actually, no. Let's 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 chat a little bit more. I'm just curious, uh, Druid. Uh, tell us a little bit about your day. How's your how's your day been so far? <clears throat> My day mm -hmm. has been quite productive so far. I done some homework. I made some birdie bread for the bird. I finalized my questions for Stormy today. I've double checked and started building more questions for things that are to come in the future. Mm. You know, that's a great segue. Speaking of things to come in the future, uh, we already have a couple of guests lined up for future episodes of Bandwidth and Banter. So yep. you guys make sure you uh, stick stick around and keep, keep watching, keep tuning in every week because uh, next week we got a new interviewee on, coming on. And then yes. on, on the 10th of March is going to be a very special day, not only for the mm -hmm. guest, but for this, we're going to have a special kind of uh, mix up there, change. We up have there. things in line, That's guys. Right. Mm -hmm. I am so excited. Um, I think we shouldn't even announce who our next guest is. I agree. And I think... Wait. It would be fun. Really? So today we're not announcing our next guest for next no, week? No, we can. No, we can We can announce it. Okay. But towards the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I kind of want to play a little game with chat. Okay. I want them to try to guess our next guest. Guess our and next all... guest? I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. tough. <laughs> I know. Okay. And I'm going to give one hint. Chat knows of him. Okay. Chat knows of him. Mm hmm Ooh, think of it. Think about it. That, that's, that's, a, that's a wide open kind of... <laughs> I know. But I'm just curious to see what they start pondering. Like, ooh, who okay. could it be? All right. I guess I like your idea of making it a surprise thing at the end of the stream. Good thinking yep. on your part. <clears throat> yep. See, I see where your head's at. We have to, so you have to stay the whole time. Mm-hmm. Hang out with us. <laughs> was that was that ASMR, uh, Druid? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I'll narrow it down by one more thing. One more hint. I was the one that reached out. That's not going to help them at all. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Last. Last. Last hint. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no, that's going to give it away, though. Yeah, don't, don't want to give it away. Hints shouldn't give it away. Never mind. All Your right. hints are, you know them, you know of this person, and I was the one to reach out mm. to this particular individual. Yeah. Okay, so 
moving forward. I guess we're ready Move. to get this this uh, get this party started. Yes. Uh, sort of a impromptu uh, little interview with uh, with the interviewees, with the interviewers, interviewer on interviewer action. Oh my God, we're gonna whip out the guns and fired up and wait a minute not, that's not the innuendo i was shooting for uh, <laughs> uh i was thinking like first person shooters and stuff but damn okay uh share with us get it get it started take okay. it away you're, you're the you're the boss you get to you get to play boss and host i mean technically we're both you and i are, are truly yeah. the boss and host but i i hope you don't mind that normally you know i i try and it's not that I'm leading, but taking the lead. Does that make sense? I, you know, we can Stormy. start changing that up in the future too, if you want to like practice no. and, and change. Stormy. Okay. Stormy. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop you right there uh -huh. and say, I love how it is so far. I don't want to change it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I am, however, gonna take charge now, and I'm gonna ask you the first really big important question. Stormy. Yes. Of Storm Saga Games. Hmm. If you were a D&D &D character in real life, what would you be and why? Like, what D&D &D class, what character class would you be, sir? Oh, wow, that's tough. Oh, you would ask me that one out the bat. Because I'm, I'm, like, epic level, so I could have lots of levels and lots of different things. Well, all right. I mean, you could multi-class if you want. Oh, I'm going to have to. There's no way around <laughs> it. <laughs> There's literally no way around it. Okay. So, uh... I mean, all right. If we're gonna, if we're getting serious here, if we're getting serious here, I'm gonna have to throw in, uh, like, uh, without going into too much background detail, let's just say that I do have a background in areas that would qualify me to to have levels in fighter. Okay. Um, uh, and, uh, although probably would, would gear slightly closer to ranger than direct fighter, if that okay. makes sense. If yeah. I had to pick, like, if I had to pick a, a more specific fighter class, it'd be ranger. All right. So I'm, I definitely have some levels in, in, in ranger. Um, and, uh, if technology is magic which it kind of is in our 21st century world. Yes. With my background history in, in computers, I would have to say I definitely have some levels in wizard as well. Um, Absolutely. And then finally, I, <laughs> uh, secret. Oh no, uh, is this a secret? I don't know if it's a secret. I, uh, I like to be the center of attention, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a bit of a I'm a bit vain and I like to perform and so you know I, I you know you, you could throw some bard in there for sure. Um, I guess uh, I I can't think of as far as race goes I, I don't know my mom always used to call me her little elf uh, so <laughs> maybe yeah. I'm a maybe I'm a half elf I don't know um, yeah. so. <laughs> Try classing. Let's go. Yeah, Love that's it. that's it on the that's off the top of my head. That's the ones that I can I can see. So perfect. Now, are we, are we talking about what I would want to be or what I think that I oh, qualify? No. What as? class you would just? Okay. But I think just it was the what you would qualify as, and your answer was absolutely phenomenal. 
Okay. <laughs> exactly oh. as I expected. Okay. <laughs> okay. Out of your campaigns, mm -hmm. what was your favorite one so far, excluding the one that we are streaming on Saturdays with like me and Fate, Star Kitty? Hmm. I mean, I would say that's tough, but it's also sort of not because the first one that always comes to mind when people ask me that is uh, the, the Arthurian campaign that I did for Star Kitty and a couple of friends of ours. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, we don't get to do that one anymore, obviously, because they moved away. Also, we finished that campaign. We played through it very far. But I spent mm -hmm. a lot of time and, and effort into crafting not only the structure uh, uh, and NPCs and, and storyline of that game, but the lore itself. I dived, I, I dived, I, I, do dove, I dove, dove deep. Dive. Either yeah. one works. I, I dove deep into the Arthurian legends, because a lot of people don't know this, but Arthurian legend is there's a lot of disparate like jointed disjointed kind of pieces of, yes. of all of that some are very not only are, are different than each other but contradictory to each other and mm -hmm. uh but you know there's a lot of similarities and things i wanted to kind of craft my own version of it and so i i i don't know i have a, a great love for plus honestly arthurian you know kind of that middle ages fantasy setting to me embodies the original concept of dungeons and dragons from the get-go and so mm -hmm. i feel like that particular campaign was the culmination of you know decades of of you know world and lore development and um so that was definitely my number one favorite uh but i have some other ones that uh come a close second for sure What's this? Okay, so I I had a feeling I knew what was going to be your answer. So I am curious, though, what is your second favorite, though? And you're saying I need to exclude the one I'm doing now? Yes. Okay. Because I'll be honest with you, I've been, I've been very happy with what I've done with you guys. Uh, and I would consider it, uh, well, probably, it, I would consider what I'm doing with, with you guys' campaign closer to tying for first place than second place just so you know um but uh as far as second place ones i had a i had a dark sun campaign that i thought was that i really loved and was amazing i've had this recurring uh kind of uh, dark gothic halloween style world that i called haunt it's one of my favorites uh -huh. and um so yeah, I, I don't know. Kind of a, I would say it would, it, second place would be like a tie for between uh, the Dark Sun campaign and the Haunt campaign. Um, uh, I don't know though. I, that's a tough one. I've 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 had quite a few. So um, yeah, the 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 Dark Sun campaign. A lot of people don't know much about that. That's actually an original. That's not. I, uh, that's a, an original Dungeons and Dragons intellectual property from the past, mm, and uh, okay. they even have a, a, a couple of computer RPG games based upon it. And um, uh, but I kind of took that the lore of that world and made it my own. And then uh, Haunt was an original property of my own device, hundred percent original. It's really dark, gothic, 
uh, apocalyptic. Imagine a a world that is, has been completely taken over by the Dark Lord, Sauron, or whatever. You know, not not specifically dark, not specifically Sauron, but imagine if if the big bad won. What kind of world would that be afterwards? Picking up the pieces, uh-huh. the people who survive in it, and uh, uh, especially if uh, you know it's it's you know ruled by by an undead lord, you know. So uh, that's that's what Haunt is all about. And I make it make it it's definitely for veteran players because uh, you're you're stuck in a, in a completely undead world and there are no clerics. So yeah. Any rate. Long answer to your to your question. No, I love it. I abs- I I planned I planned out the questions knowing that they were going to have long explanations, and so I am happy. <laughs> Dagoth says the D in Stormy D stands for diva. <laughs> um, what was your favorite character? Uh, your very first character ever. Your very first character ever made for Dungeons and Dragons was little teeny baby Stormy D. What was <laughs> little teeny baby Stormy D. I was uh, 12 years old at the time. I think I actually have him in here somewhere. Let me see. Let me double check. Which this is, this is all I ever wanted. So, so see these binders right here. The, this is all my stuff going back a long, long time. This is uh, these two are the oldest, right? And uh, I basically left some of the old stuff just in there. I, I've transferred some of the, the, the big one here has the most stuff in it. Oh, it's heavy. So opening it up, as you can see, I don't know if you can see here, but this is uh, this is all campaign material in there, and then campaign material in there. And, campaign like some of it's just npcs some of it's actual like campaign planning all that kind of stuff but uh as far as the answer to your question let's see if i have him i mean i i still have him in my head so i can answer the question even if i can't find the actual paper um which whoa knocking crap over which i may have to do by the way, I have a special thing I wanted to show you guys in a, in a little bit here. Um, yep. Uh, all right. Well, I'll just have to do it from memory, which isn't too hard. So, uh-oh. Am I glitchy for you? Oh, yeah. Am you're I suddenly blurry? super, uh, super fuzzy, fuzzy. I don't think it's a bandwidth issue necessarily. It's probably just a, t- a temporary bandwidth issue. Looks like it's slowly clearing up. So okay. uh, uh, we'll, we'll we'll continue. Don't don't sweat it. We'll be okay. Um, pixely. Yeah, it is. It is kind of the pixelated. focus is on the focus is on Stormy anyway. Uh, I don't know about that. I, I feel like bandwidth and banter is us. It's not just me. So, but I, I get get that you're interviewing me. So, here we go. Um, uh, my very first character. I, I was a little kid, and so he was broken as hell. <laughs> uh, his name was <laughs> his name was Brian Baru, and uh, he had a nickname, the Star Knight. And he was in he was a knight. He, he was the and he wore golden armor, and um, uh, all of his stats were maxed 
for the time, you know, because I was a kid and I, I just was like, well, I don't need to roll these dice. I'm just going to make it what I want. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I never actually, well, I don't know. I guess I, I technically had NPC'd him in one of my own campaigns when I started playing with a friend of mine. I never, I don't know if I actually ever got to play him like in somebody else's campaign. But uh -huh. yeah, Brian Baru, he was a human gold knight. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's the answer to your question. Probably doesn't surprise you that a knight would be my very first. first it does character. not in the slightest. That's why I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, this I ended up turning him into a deity that I used as NPCs in other campaigns. I love that so much. <laughs> I love this so much. I don't know. It makes me so <laughs> really? It, may, it makes me feel a little vain, a little. <laughs> no. Well, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue against that and okay. say it's. I don't ever see a problem paying homage to one of your ever very first characters, mm -hmm. especially considering you're no longer really a player. You're a main DM. Mm. Right? So having an homage to like the beginning of your D&D &D adventures, I feel like is expected. Good and if point. you don't do it, we would be disappointed. <laughs> All right. You, Just saying. You convinced me. <laughs> you twisted my arm. <laughs> this is a little bit of a deviation from D&D. &D. Mm. Uh, this is a question from Banana Tom. Uh -oh. And he asks... What was your first video game, and on what system did you play it? That's, that's a tough one. It's a very good question. Uh, I have to think way, way back. <laughs> Just going to sift through all the papers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, first... Are we talking like, can I include, like, should I include coin-op video games or like at-home style video game? You know, playing Let's at do at-home style video at games. At-home, okay, all right. That's much easier than, I'm pretty sure it was a text-based adventure on the Trash 80, TRS 80. Uh, and I don't, I, I don't even remember the name of that text-based adventure uh it's probably got a famous name from the lore and history of, of video games but uh uh i know that it inspired me to try and make my own text-based adventure so i learned some basic programming and started uh making a text-based adventure i never got very far because i was young and easily distracted and never <laughs> when i was younger i didn't really finish things <laughs> yeah so but yeah i would have to say uh, Probably my first one was that, and then not long after that, uh, my mom sent me to a computer camp, which was really cool. Uh, it was on a university, and we stayed for, a, a, I guess, probably a couple of weeks or maybe a week. I don't remember how long it was, but we basically stayed on, on campus, and uh, a bunch of kids who didn't know each other became friends, and we played. We learned how to program some and and play games and. Uh, I remember playing uh, a, a version of Tron the Light Cycle game on the VAX. And, and back then, a VAX was a room-size university 
computer. And it took a room-sized computer to, to make these little lines that, that, that you had to, like, 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 I don't know if you've ever played a Tron light cycle game, but it, this, it was very basic and simple, but it, it, it was neat because it was pretty advanced for its time. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's dating me way too much now. <laughs> no. 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 You're still... Now. We love you. And we love learning about you. And that's very fun. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, next question. Mm -hmm. So, I have heard a rumor that you have an old character named Bonk. If you could please share about him and how he's important to you. Oh. What are you? I will. I can't do it. What is this? You, why, why, is you, why are you bringing me up? I don't understand why she's bringing me into this. This, this, this is not very far. I, I'm going to bonk her. She's, she's so mean to bring me into this. I'm, I'm in this other world. This makes no sense to me. What are you? I, I, was, I was just taking a nap and now you're up. You're bringing me into this world. I don't know. <laughs> so, um. Bonk. <laughs> Where on earth did you? Holy crap! Where did you get this? So you've really <laughs> thrown me off. You must have been uh, having conversations with the Star Kitty here. <laughs> Do you see why I told you to ask him about it now? <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> I told you I came prepared. Uh huh. And I collaborated. <laughs> I was sitting there, I was like, I hope he does the voice, I hope he does the voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are amazing. <laughs> what a nice surprise. So I'm so pleased. Uh, Bonk okay. was a norm, excuse me, a norm, a gnome barbarian sorcerer. And he had this electrical morning star that he liked to bonk people with. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and so, so he's just happy. this just annoying little uh little little, uh, little gnome guy who was just practically crazy and uh liked to just go bar barbarian battle mode berserker mode on on his enemies what oh help me out there uh oh my god i don't know if i have it written down anywhere uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good one. I know. So he had three names. His, I remember his first name and his last name. His first name was Ezekiah. And his last name was Bonkanoid. And, uh, and, and, uh, but it was more than that. Maybe I can find him in here somewhere. Um, and and, and and he liked people to call him Bonk for short. But if I remember correctly, there was another intriguing thing about him was that he, uh, uh, he, because he was a little bit crazy, he had another nickname. And so half of the time when you call him by Bonk, he was wanting to be called by the other nickname. Of course, you didn't know that. And so he wouldn't be paying attention because you weren't calling him by the nickname that he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so that would create some interesting uh, conversational problems there. 
Yeah. Um, uh, wow, that's a that's a tough one. They tell you what. Uh, yeah, he was he was a fun character to play with, and uh, he had people in stitches. Uh, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep looking for him to find his middle name while while we uh, while, while you continue. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> um, you've shared with us before about Donovan, and this is an NPC that we've heard about when it came to your Camelot series or your game. Mm -hmm. Um, and but I heard about another NPC. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you could tell me a little bit about Zipzoo. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. So ZipZoo shared a name, uh, sh excuse me, shared shared the voice with with Bonk. Uh, <laughs> I'm ZipZoo. A little bit different. He sounds like this little old this little guy. ZipZoo was also was he also a gnome? What was what was ZipZoo? Starkey's got to help me with this one. I I, I don't remember. So <laughs> ZipZoo. Uh, I wonder if she wants me to share the, the, the whole story. Uh, uh, you know what? I think... Share whatever it is that you want to share about <laughs> Zipzoo. Oh, that's right. Zipzoo was a halfling. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Star Kitty. You're awesome. So I think, I think one of the things that, that, that Star Kitty probably was thinking of when she, <laughs> when she brought this up to you, you, you devilish... <laughs> <laughs> little imps, look at you guys. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh... <sighs> Told you I came prepared today. All right, so this is a bit embarrassing. I can't believe you found something that could actually embarrass me, but here we go. Uh, so Star Kitty and I have this inside joke a long time ago as a joke to be funny. <clears throat> uh, I farted. And I gave it a name, <laughs> and the name is Zipzoo. <laughs> he is the incredible, invisible, barking gnome. <laughs> and so, so <laughs> for fun, one day in one of the campaigns, I turned him into an NPC, <laughs> and I think he is actually a gnome. Uh, now that I'm looking back, thinking back on it. So, <laughs> so yes, yes, folks. Uh, you know the dark secret. Stormy once turned a, a fart into an NPC for his campaign. <laughs> You're right. You're complete. You're completely cutting out. <laughs> oh man, that was the best answer ever. Don't ever change. If anybody says anything negative about that. I will personally hunt them down and fart Found on him. them. Found him. Caleb Zipzoo. Yeah. He was a rogue uh, Swerfneblin, which is a, a, a type of dark gnome, a darrow gnome. Yes. Caleb Zipzoo. <laughs> he was a he I I made him I turned him into a no into a rogue because in uh, in fifth ed you know, you can make you can make rogues like super quick and almost invisible all the time, right? And so the joke, the running joke in the campaign was, you always heard him before you saw him, just like you know a fart. 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> so amazing. I love that so much. <laughs> so. All right. What about, uh, there's one more NPC that I would like to ask you about. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy, the Androsphinx. Oh, okay. All right. That's that one's not a panic-inducing one. <laughs> <laughs> that one's that one's good. So, uh, yeah, Andy the Androsphinx was 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 cool because uh, I introduced him fairly early on in the Dark Sun campaign, uh, and the, the 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 party members after they had basically come together. Not very long after they had come together after escaping from being gladiators in the arena. Not all of them, but most of them uh, were gladiators in the arena. When they, the, the, but they, after they were kind of together and were making their way through the world, trying to find their footing and find their place in the world, they happened upon in this near this ruin this androsphinx named Andy, and he he uh, he he made it quite clear to them that, uh, you know, in these exact words that, you know, uh, and, and he was far more powerful than them, even more, more so than a regular Androsphinx, just in case anyone was curious. And um, he, uh, he said to them, um, so I'm going to give you a riddle. And if you don't get it right, I'm going to have you for dinner. And uh, they didn't get it right because it was a tough riddle. <laughs> <laughs> and so he took them into another room uh, and uh, set them down and shared with them a dinner he had prepared for them. <laughs> and he had them for dinner. <laughs> and and uh, turned out that he was actually uh, a sort of a, a deity-like figure who was, who was trying to uh, manipulate fate to to help make the world a better place and help help uh, set things in motion to uh, uh, eliminate some of the dark injustices in that world and 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 uh, uh, he he saw the strings of fate within the party members uh, to be able to potentially do that and so um, uh, that was why that was where I had introduced him to them for the first time so that uh, and then he would pop up or he was a basically recurring npc he would just pop up from time to time sometimes he would give them sage advice sometimes uh, he would you know set them on, a, on another you know this, this is the way to go uh sometimes he was he would just be there to mess with their heads too <laughs> so that's so good <clears throat> i love that i have not found uh uh, Ezekiah, uh, why can't I remember that? It was, it was, it was, it was, his middle name was very unique and interesting, and I'm having trouble finding it. I should, I should, uh, compile all these into a, uh, spreadsheet sometime. So. Ooh, I would love to just see some of those. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> just out of sheer curiosity. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Okay. I'm going to actually save this next question for after. Okay. Okay. So, 
These next couple of questions, they are multifold questions, and they're questions that fate has. Ooh, cool. Awesome. Okay. For starters, mm -hmm. what is your in your opinion? What is the most underrated class, subclass, and race, in your opinion, for Dungeons & Dragons? Underrated? Underrated. Well, see, subclass is a hard one since I, since I have a history with lots of different editions. Yeah. Uh, You're I, welcome to use whatever editions that you are most comfortable discussing. We will all love your answers nonetheless. Well, maybe, unless my answer is I don't know. Uh, uh, so for, for class, I would say currently in 5th in edition, Monk is probably the most underrated class. Uh, you don't see people pick it very often. And uh, in some ways, they kind of did tone down slash nerf monk in fifth edition compared to earlier editions so i can see why it's 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 not bigger higher on people's lists to play mm -hmm. but I, I'm, I'm totally distracted from i need to just stop i will i will get that answer to you uh, in the future guys if i can remember to uh, sorry, I don't remember all of Ezekiah Bonkanoin's nope, name. You're all good. I, I snuck that one in on you. So yeah, you did. So, you are uh, fine. Uh, all right. So back to what we were saying, though. Um, I would love to play Monk. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the um, yeah Monk, uh, as far as subclasses go, uh. Honestly, I think maybe um, hmm. 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 I mean, sticking with fifth edition just because it's what we're working on right now. Maybe, maybe champion for fighter. Uh, and I can see why, because it doesn't have, like, it doesn't seem like it has a lot going for it. Because uh, it has, the, like, the fewest abilities of any of the fighter subclasses. But what it does, it does really well. Which yeah. is why I think it's underrated. Being able to, to, to lower your crit threshold and some of the other things that it does can actually uh, turn battles around rather quickly. So... Um, I hope that's no, that's be perfect. And lastly, the um, un underrated race. Now, just to, just to be clear, to clear now, you, you, when you say underrated, uh, that means that people think that they're not that good, but they're that they're better than they are, right? That's the way I interpreted yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, this is a fake question, so that's why it's multifold. There's going to be multiple facets to it. So, underrated so, yes, race. Underrated race. Human. Yeah. Not and when I meet, like I said, I'm not talking about like personal style or personal flavor or anything like that. I'm mm -hmm. talking about underrated as far as uh, 
you know, what you get out of it. It's true that with humans, you don't get a lot of, uh, of special abilities like other, you know, you know, like a, an elf can, you know, ignore sleep spells and, and has dark vision and things like that. Yeah. But with, with humans, you get extra feats and skill points, which can be a big deal for a character early on. So. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. Since this is a fake question, mm -hmm. um, he wants to know, what is your favorite race, class, and subclass? And mm. then follow up, what is your least favorite? So what are your favorites? What are your least favorites? Following up on that, the trifold. Hmm. I guess I would have to say, and that's, that's a tough one. All right, so let's start off with the favorite. Um, favorite race. Hmm. I mean, if I have to go based upon the, 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 the typical like characters and NPCs that I create, I'd have to say my favorite probably is human. Maybe it is because I, because I think they're underrated. Uh, mm -hmm. and I, I tend to go for the underdog. So, yeah. um, the, so yeah, I would say humans, uh, you know, um, and, um, my favorite class, uh, as, see, that's, that's tough as a DM, right? Cause I, I don't know. I guess I'd have to say it'd be, it'd be Fighter Eldritch Knight. Cool. All right. All right. So I'm going to backtrack to this question. This mm -hmm. is another Banana Tom question. Uh-oh. <clears throat> what advice would you give to somebody who is new to the D&D &D universe who may one day like to take part in a quest? In general. Um, you mean like basically a person, what advice would I give somebody who wants to try out D&D &D in the future? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, um, just go for it. Like, I guess I'm not sure how to answer that. Like, what, what sort of advice would you give? Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add some clarifying things, and this is somebody as somebody who's still pretty new to D, like, well, I'm pretty proficient with my druid class, you know, now and everything. I'm, I've gotten pretty comfortable. I'm feeling pretty confident. Mm -hmm. But initially, one of the things that was really difficult for me was like coming up with a character. I was fortunate enough that I had fate, fate, and I could like bounce off ideas. Like we've done that for a long time, you know. So I was really lucky when it came to like character creation and coming up with backstories and stuff like that. Okay, um, I think I see what you're saying. So we're yeah. going to assume that the person potentially has a circle where they could play and they're wanting advice on, on what to do when they start. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Let's, yeah, okay. let's do that. All right. All right. So then, then yeah, then the answer would be... Um, two things one is 
if you're having trouble coming up with what character you want to start with, think back to some hero that you look, look up to. It could be in, in legends, it could be in myth, it could be a comic book, a movie, TV show, whatever it might be. And just kind of uh, loosely, st I wouldn't recommend trying to make a direct copy of that, but I don't think there's anything wrong with using inspiration where you see it. You know, like as if you look up to a particular hero, um, that there's something about that hero that appeals to you. I would suggest to you that psychologically that means there's something inside of you that sees, uh, you know, a part of that person that you admire and that you like and that you would like to uh, emulate. So the cool thing about role-playing games is you get to do that. You get to emulate the, the qualities that you like in other, other people and would like to strive for. And so when you're making a character, try and make a character that has qualities that you would like to uh, express. And um, the other thing that I would say is, is uh, when you're, um, you know, just when you're getting started, um, just trust the process and, and uh, kind of go with the flow. Um, um, what? John Wick, make a John Wick character? I can't believe she said that. <laughs> I mean, people John can do Wick. that. There's no nothing. I mean, I, I'm sure that somebody has made a D and D character that was based off John Wick. But yeah. Oh, I'm sure <clears throat> uh, that would be like monk fighter. Probably, yeah, yeah, probably. That would be a monk fighter. I, I, I agree think. With that. Yeah. You okay? Is your shoulder bothering you? No, I'm just you know I'm excited, so I'm antsy, <laughs> so I'm just like I have to shift and move and stuff, and I'm good. Yeah. When when you're when you're first starting out. Uh, oh, oh, this is the other thing I would say. Don't be afraid when you first start actually role-playing. I'm not talking about rolling the dice. I'm talking about when you're role-playing. Don't be afraid to just let go and let it out and, and try and embody that character as much as possible because everybody else oh, yeah. around the table are doing the same thing and they will actually appreciate, you know, how much effort you put into embodying that character, uh, you know, so don't worry about them, you know, the way that you think that they might look at you or, or you know, they're not going to judge you. In fact, you, they might be more judgmental slash disappointed if you half-ass it, if you, you know, and, and, it, and it becomes obvious. So uh, just just go for it. You know, just go for it. Yeah. Um, another fake question. Mm-hmm. Um, when watching a show, movie, or anime, mm -hmm. are you ever specifically looking for inspiration, or is the inspiration after the fact? After the fact after the fact yeah i personally for myself uh i don't go seeking inspiration uh when i'm i find that i'm more inspired in a natural way if i'm letting myself be if i'm letting myself be open to whatever is entertaining me the, the cool thing about that too is is that i don't have any preconceived judgments about it so i can enjoy it more too right yeah. and so um yeah 
do you go back and watch something to remind you of the inspiration? Yeah, or... sometimes. Not very often, but sometimes. Yeah, like there, there have been times where I've been inspired. Maybe it was an idea for, for a campaign, or maybe it was just a really neat philosophical idea. Uh, I, you know, I would go back and, and watch something again just to uh, solidify it more in my mind. Sure. I don't, I'll be honest with you though, I don't, even though I get some idea, I, I get inspired by some other forms of entertainment, uh, it's more, it's usually more like filler and flavor and, and lore than in, I don't know, sometimes, you know, I, I see an interesting kind of world concept or, or a plot device, I, you know, that kind of thing too. But, um, you know, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I just realized that I forgot. I can't believe I forgot. I, sh I shouldn't have forgot. One, uh, another second place tie for, for a favorite uh, campaign was the, the Berserk-inspired campaign that I did. I did a campaign with some friends of ours that was inspired by the Berserk anime. And it was, it was okay. one of my longer ones. It was a lot of fun to build that world out. And I put a lot of effort into that one, too. Uh, and, and, and so that was really cool. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Oh, perfect. No, you are always welcome to go back to previous questions okay. because I, this is the last question that I have for you. Mm -hmm. Um, how has D and D changed your life in how you view the world? I'm going to answer the second part of your question first. D&D uh, &D has helped me to see that the cool thing about role-playing uh, is how internally developmental it can be as far as it can be cathartic because you can learn so much about yourself from it. Uh, it can help. It can be cathartic also because it allows you to express things that you're too nervous or afraid to express in your real life uh and um you know there's there's just a lot of things about role playing like sales teams on companies you i don't know if they do nowadays but they used to actually have role playing sessions it wasn't dungeons and dragons what they would do is they would have one person play the customer and the salesman who's trying to get better as a salesperson, they would have a role play session and they would, it would basically they'd just be pretending to be who, you know, a particular role. And uh, it, it actually helped the salespeople become better salespeople. Right. And, uh, and, and that's, that's what I have realized about role playing. It's in and of itself, it has these wonderful benefits, not only again of teaching your, you about yourself, but teaching you about others and how to look at things from different perspectives. And um, yeah, so and now the first part of your question, how's D&D changed my life? Wow. Uh, I mean, if it had never existed, if I'd never, or if I'd never found it and got hooked on it, I mean, um, I don't know, I feel like I'd be a much more boring person. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, it, it, I mean, I've always been a creative kid and, uh, my imagination is like my superpower. And, uh, I, I, I feel like philosophically 
the, the human imagination is the most powerful superpower that we all have. And uh, I mean, if you think about it, every single advance in technology that we have had since, you know, fire and the wheel have all been because someone imagined something better, right? Something different. So you imagine a, a different way of doing or, or seeing something. And, and, and by using their imagination to extrapolate out and, to extrapolate out and, and push it further and to keep striving to create the vision that they have in their head uh, is why we as a species have advanced so far. And uh, I mean, obviously, it's a double-edged sword to that to a certain degree. But uh, I think in the long run, it's a great thing. And um, in the, um, uh, you know, it, like I said, D&D has changed my life because it, allow, it has allowed me to just completely let my imagination go free. And, and that's the happiest version of myself is when the little imaginative kid is running around, you know, making shit up. What did Ari say? Agreed, Stormy has superpowers. I mean, fart. Oh, that would make a great character. <laughs> so that was your last question, huh? That was my last question. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you guys something that I made when I was... Let me see. There's, there's probably a date on it somewhere that will help me determine how old I was. It might have been... I was, I was probably 13, 14 when I made this. I'm guessing 13, I don't know. So uh, we had to do a report in school. And at the time I, I, I was super into D&D. &D. And um, at that time, the, the, the primary Dungeons and Dragons world was created by Gary Gygax himself. And it was the Greyhawk campaign world. And in that world, there was a, an organization called the, the Dark Brother. No, no, it wasn't the Dark Brotherhood. It was, um, uh, I forget. It was basically the, the Brotherhood. And, and it, it, honestly, I think it was the inspiration for the Dark Brotherhood in, in the Elder Scrolls games. Okay. Uh, it was basically these uh, monk assassins. And, uh, and so I, I, uh, for my report, I created this, this, uh, this top secret kind of, uh, little confidential file, right? This, this dossier, and it has like a table of contents and then it, it had the details on the, the, you know, had the listing of the different members and, uh, and then of course it had a, a map of their super secret island. And uh, uh, <clears throat> what else did it have? Uh, oh yeah, it had a map of their their headquarters, their inner keep was this pyramid structure. And uh, uh, what else did it, and it had different deeper levels. Wow, and a side a, a, a side view of 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 it. Um, and uh, what else do we have? Oh, and of course, it talked about some of their more important missions that they had coming up. Uh, it's a bunch of missions. It had it had future missions, successful missions, failed missions, and uh, oh, I love this uh, so much. And then and then I broke down 
all the stats for it looks like the townships and holdings that they that they basically controlled and uh, whoops and uh, then of course uh, wow the stock and rations and storage that they had the in the stuff in their armory and all of their assets that they had uh, around the nation and then it broke down the stats of all of oh it had the, the list of their magical treasure the list of their enemies and then of course the the breakdown of of the 10 primary brotherhood members and uh oh yeah i, I remember this. now what this was this was this was meant to be okay now i remember now this was the crimson brotherhood what it was it was an opposing force to the to the uh to the dark brotherhood it's not called the dark brotherhood i can't believe I ha i've forgotten this but it's been so long a long time yeah. ago yeah and uh i don't know i just thought i'd share this with you guys i made this That's when i was a, a kid and, i love uh, that so much yeah pretty detailed my uh my uh my teacher was was blown away by how much yeah. detail i put into that even even like glued on this little symbol here uh, 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 <laughs> and stuff can't believe it's it's held up after all this time that what? is amazing i love that so much <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, that was those are my questions that I had. How how'd you like them? I was honestly <laughs> pleasantly surprised. You obviously did some homework that I was not expecting. I didn't know that you would have a secret little fluffy collaborator. <laughs> Someone's getting a tickling later. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Fate and I spent like almost like an hour and a half like discussing like the questions and everything and it was really fun. And then and then he was just like you should you should definitely just ask Star Kitty. And I was like, "Oh, I will." <laughs> <laughs> I am super impressed that that she that you you guys creatively thought to to reach out to her. I I didn't see that coming. And, uh, yeah, you don't that was, underestimate. <laughs> that was a wonderful surprise that warms Stormy's heart. Thank you. Yay. Um, do you have any personal non D and D related questions that you, uh Oh, we got a star kitty coming in here to visit. <laughs> Hello there, sexy girl. <laughs> Not only does he do really good, um, sorry, the stream is behind on my tablet. Not only does he play really, really good, um, NPCs, he does really good familiars too. Oh yeah, well, because you know they're NPCs too, right? In a way, so. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. My my favorite uh, NPC that uh, my favorite familiar he's played for me. I actually have two. Uh oh, two. Yes, yes. All right. Um, well, what are those? First one, mm -hmm. Draco. Oh, okay. Draco was cute. My little pixie. It was, yes. my, it was a solo campaign that Stormy took me through. So there was a time when we were playing and we didn't have other players around us who, who played, but we didn't let that deter us. I decided to solo her through through a campaign. Of course, to do that, you, you have to make a, a, an OP character that's multi-class. She was a fighter wizard. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't enough to be able to make it through a module. She also needed assistance. So she had a, a, a familiar 
that was a pixie that uh, because it, the, it was a pixie, it was tiny, right? It could uh, slip through and, and pick locks and, oh, and, and you know, like be her little scout and stuff. And so uh, it was fun playing Draco. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my second favorite familiar he played, Lyle. Oh, Lyle the Chupacabra. The the the, the, the undead Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah, she had a a character that we called a Necromaster, which was kind of a variation of a Necromancer. But uh, she had this her her very first uh, uh, raised undead animated creature happened to be a, this dead Chupacabra. And uh, his name was Lyle. And because he was technically dead, not alive, like he, he kind of viewed the world backwards. So like when they would be, be playing games with him and stuff, she, they would say, okay, Lyle, play dead. And uh, he would like jump around and jump on everybody and lick them and have fun. And then or he'd get up on his hind legs yeah. and just walk. And he'd just walk on hind legs like a two, two, like a bipedal person. And then, then, then she figured out if you say, okay, play alive, and he just plop over dead. <laughs> he had the best game of fetch ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He would make that you go amazing. fetch the stuff that you threw. Yep. You throw it. Lyle would just look at you, look at the thing you threw, and look at you, and then he'd walk over to it. And he'd look at you, and he'd look at it, and he'd look at you, <laughs> until you walked over and picked it up. And threw it again. Yeah, Lyle was fun. That's amazing. Yep. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea, Aries. If I ever bring that, if we ever bring those characters back, Lyle, ignore. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. Look at that, clever, clever. But yes, I had to come out and share those two. Oh my gosh, Artology's here. Hello. Artology! Hey, that reminds me, Artology. Can I hit you up? Uh, are you done with your stream or are you in the middle of your stream? <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, baby. So, uh, um, can I hit you up uh, briefly with a little chat uh, sometime today? Like five minutes. It's not related to, uh, to anything... Like my, my, like I love the emotes. This has nothing to do with that. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Let's just say that, uh, um, there might be a reason why Druid and I might want to chat with you. <laughs> no, 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 too many hints. No, in the middle, uh, but I wanted Druid to see her burp. Ah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. As she's in the middle of a project for me, but. I love it, Artology. Perfect. But yes, please get a hold of Stormy. We have questions. Yes. These things. Things. We need you. And you things. I noticed Aries said earlier that good journalists find their sources and informants. You you did good. You, you did good. <laughs> These poor people don't know what they're getting themselves into by agreeing to. <laughs> because I have informants for all the people. Or, if I don't have them, I can easily locate them. Because I'm annoying. And persistent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say you're annoying. I would say you're, you're, uh, persistent. your persistence sure. can be annoying, but in a good way. So... 
I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the definition of persistence, isn't it? Like, you, you, you persist until someone finally relents. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, okay, so if not this day, then this day. Okay, does this day work? Okay, cool. What about this time? Not this time? Okay, cool. We're making this happen on this day somehow. <laughs> we miss you too, Artology. Absolutely. <clears throat> Oh, Artology. Okay, we're going to take a quick time out. I have to run to the bathroom. Okay, all right. And then when I come back, do we want to announce? That sounds like a good idea. We'll let everyone know uh, who's going to be our, our interviewee next week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Let's see. Shall we switch to intermission mode briefly? I guess we could do this. Oh, look at that. Hi. That doesn't quite work because, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back to uh, go back to this one. <laughs> um, so, guys, it's been it's been uh, phenomenal, phenomenally fun just uh, hanging out and answering questions and being surprised by Druid. Oh, my gosh. I did not expect some of those questions. They were great, and I definitely did not expect some her being in cahoots with <laughs> with Star with Star being in cahoots with her. So um, you uh, brightened my day with that one, big time. I'm <clears throat> happy. I am happy that you enjoyed the questions. I really did want to have some, uh, you know, because like. The thing with D&D &D is, like, people, you know, they compare them. Like, for me, like, I, I've, in the very beginning, I did always compare, you know, I've compared myself to, to Fate. And, you know, the, it wasn't D&D. &D. His first campaign was the Palladium system. Mm -hmm. And, you know... And he would tell me stories about his characters and like what they did and all this stuff and like in like these crazy vivid details and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, can I provide? Can I do that? Am I able? Am I? Would I be fun to play D and D with? And so like when we finally had the opportunity to play, you know, I was always like, I was nervous in the very beginning about like comparing myself or like you know because you do that whole like am i gonna be good i could good am i gonna be a good enough player am i gonna be good so i think like it's good to remind people like to not compare them to you like compare themselves to you because you have like years of experience and it's fun to be able to see like all the creativity and the time and stuff that goes into something that you're passionate about and then Having those little bits of advice, you know, is 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 good. Agreed. Agreed. Not, so yes, and you 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 had you had no reason to to be concerned, and I think you realize that now. The you are, I I I have gamed for decades and played with people who played for much longer than you, who are not nearly as good as you are, both from a role playing perspective, and also from uh you know you. you from a tactical perspective, you make some uh, pretty bold and and um, uh, outside the box moves that uh, 
I would would give you know veteran role players a run for their money. So I like I think you <laughs> you guys are phenomenal. I uh, Starkey and I are so wonderfully just grateful to have have found you guys to to do this experience. I'm with. so happy. Mm, me too. Me too. And I'm happy um, about what we're doing with bandwidth and banter. Me too. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for everyone to see how this how this unfolds in the future. And speaking of, why don't you uh, why don't you finally you know, tell people the surprise? Oh wait, Starkey has a question. Will you hold office hours for new players slash DMs to offer advice or questions? <laughs> um, we could have like a once a month bandwidth and banter. We ask where they can ask questions, comments, and whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's a possible it, segment on non-interview days. That's true on non-interview days. That would be phenomenal. That'd be great. I think she's also talking about like maybe in Discord. I mean, that's fine. If you, we could create a sec section in the Discord for that, and or like like you suggested, we could do it for uh, uh, bandwidth and banter on non-interview days. Mm -hmm. So it's a neat idea. Okay, 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 you guys. This is turning out so good. Hard to realize it's only episode two. Mm -hmm. You have it pretty well fleshed out and have a strong rhythm. It feels like a nice podcaster radio show. Oh, Harry, thank you. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta find a, an awe emote <laughs> for that. Uh, okay, guys. So for our very next interviewee is somebody who I personally do know IRL. He has made absolute waves in my stream personally. <laughs> um, he's a very good friend and a very wonderful human being. Our very next guest is going to be Wookiees and Cookies. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Next Friday at regular time or I forgot what, Next what's Friday, I believe is actually going to be the let me pull up our google calendar right 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 um, i think that one's going to be six central time that one is going to be 6 p.m central time right so yes it is going to be outside of our regular time frame that we normally do bandwidth and banter however because time zones are time zones um we're gonna have Moving forward, mm -hmm. um, partly you know, we're gonna... it's partly time zones and also partly you know people have IRL daytime yeah. jobs. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, so with Wikis and Cookies, um, you know it is going to be six p.m. Central Time uh, for the interview. So it's going to be a, a later bandwidth and banter mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but if any any of you have questions for him um you can post that either in my questions for people section in my discord or you can post it in stormies mm -hmm. um if you guys have any particular questions for them that would be wonderful right. i do have some very specific well tailored to questions because he is one of our IRL friends. Mm -hmm. I met him through fate, but he's very he's he's a very good guy, and I'm very excited 
So I can't wait. I, 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 you and I definitely need to have a meeting so that I can help. 100%. I can help with you know come up with some questions that I would be. Absolutely. I need to know more about well, him to gonna, come up with questions. Absolutely. Cool. You um our meeting day on the Wednesday prior, which is uh going to be that twenty second. Okay. You and I will definitely sit down and talk. I will have things prepped and ready for us to talk. Um, and because Fate and I have already discussed a couple of things, but. Yeah. yeah. So for folks uh, going forward, what we're going to do with bandwidth and banter, uh, it's always going to be Friday. That's kind of the thing uh, for the most part, 90% of the time, 99%, whatever, but 95, yeah, 95% of the time. There you go. Yeah. So, but we're going to basically have two potential time slots for it. The primary time slot is going to be like this one from two to three 30 PM central time. That's the one we're going to shoot for. But for guests who can't do that time slot, we're going to do the evening time slot. It's going to be somewhere roughly 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time is the intended start time. And, and so uh, that's basically what we're, we're going to devote. The primary most important thing for us on, on Fridays going forward is going to be, uh, you know, or at least for the interview uh, bandwidth and banter, is, is bandwidth and banter on Fridays. And so uh, obviously for when we're doing our own casual fun chatting with each other uh, every other Friday, we can do that one at 2 to 3.30 3 if, if that's what's yeah, best for us. Yeah, the usual time. Right. The usual time always works, mm -hmm. but yes. But we, we want to try and be at least have some flexibility for our guests and because and, it's going to be necessary going forward. And uh, so that's, that's the plan. And I would say... Uh, that also gives, you know, that, that means that uh, at least for, for both Druid and I, that means that on the days that we do the evening bandwidth and banter, we may or may not have an afternoon stream of our own personal streams uh, in that 2 to 3.30 or whatever in that afternoon time slot. Like she might want to do her stream in the afternoon or I might want to do my, you know, gaming stream, that kind of thing. Uh, or so, I might stream beforehand and we raid into bandwidth and banter. Who knows? Right, right. But yeah, we just want to try and going forward, that's going to be our kind of loose, well, not that loose, you know, but, you know, that's going to be our organizational structure for bandwidth and banter yeah. on Fridays. Yeah. And um, we're looking forward to uh, growing it. And uh, we're going to get to the point where we're planning on putting on multiple platforms uh in including the you know various pod the big podcast platforms so uh yes uh, that's something by the way we need to talk about next wednesday because we need to get Absolutely. that started soon and i know there's a lot for us to, to work out but um it's yeah. perfect <laughs> and uh, it, i've been talking about band with the banter all week in my real life Everybody's just like, oh, what's it about? And I'm like, nothing you guys are interested in, but I don't <laughs> care. Because you know what? It's live, guys. None wow. of them are nerds like like I am at work. There's a couple people, but they are just like, I don't stream on Twitch. <laughs> and I'm like, it's fine. I'm excited. I'm happy. And I'm going to talk about it with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got to do when you're passionate about something. You don't care what other people think of what you think of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, i'm like y'all i don't care if it's busy or crazy the, my first interview went up for bandwidth and banter so i don't even care that <laughs> mm -hmm. was awesome that was ban uh, banana tom's interview was amazing I'm so happy yes. by the way guys when you get a chance 
Yes, Artology nerds are your people. We are you're you're ours and we're yours. So yes. uh, uh, when you guys get a chance, please, uh, if you haven't, I know a lot of you were here for the live version, but if you can, uh, you know, share some view time on the YouTube video and some comments and some likes to help you know, juice the algorithm, that would be yes. super helpful for us. Um, so, uh, um, <laughs> I need to actually give them the link then real quick here. Exclamation point. Where's my mods? Where's the moderators? Well, I, exclamation point won't work because I don't think I've set up a command for bandwidth and banter. I've only set one up for storm saga games. I need to set one up for bandwidth and banter since it's its own YouTube channel. That is uh, true. I need to set one up too then. Yeah. Yeah. I forget how to do that stuff. <laughs> I've been back through it and I was being interviewed. How was it watching yourself be interviewed, Banana Tom? Yeah, I'm curious. That's a great question. I was going to ask the same thing. Oh, man, I can't do it from this computer. Okay. <clears throat> I, I was watching Star Kitty watch it uh, last night uh, some. Uh, because, you know, she was working that day, so she couldn't actually be there for the live version. But she, so she finally got to, since it went live yesterday, she watched it. And uh, she, she, her feedback was, we're doing really good. Like, I was hoping that she, she'd ha have some feedback of, oh, you could do this better, this better. But she liked it enough. She said it, it sounded just like, you know, it, it seemed just like a, a, a podcast or show that she would see on, on and so her feedback was, was fantastic. So... Talking to see how much I forget and don't hear and completely miss Stormy say, introduce yourself. <laughs> That's okay. It, it worked out. <laughs> it's all good. It is all good. No, it's... It was. Also it is. still really funny. Yes. Yes. Very funny. All right. Speaking of, I know it's maybe a few minutes early, but... Uh... Unless anybody has, uh, I will give you guys a couple of seconds, you know, a few 10 seconds, 30 seconds. Anybody else have any interesting questions for either one of us? Um, or any interesting suggestions, something you'd like to see? Uh, yeah, you guys in the OCD to get it set up, totally worth it. Great quality neurologist starting. I know. I'm looking forward to seeing what this does. And I'm, I'm, I, here's the thing. Just so you guys know, we have a realistic outlook on it. What I mean by that is we know it's going to take time and effort. And we are willing yes. to put both of those things into it because we love doing it. Uh, I yes. love when, when we have our meetings on Wednesdays and we, and we work on things. And it, when we're setting up for, for, for this on Fridays and when we actually do it, it's another highlight of my week. It's pretty cool that, that we now have two highlights to our week. We have the D&D &D no. and we have bandwidth and banter. It's like, wow, don't get me wrong. I love streaming too each, each day that I stream. But uh, these are, oh, there's something special about what we're building. Yeah, no, I completely agree. On a co super complete side note, you can just say, you could just be like, I, I plead the fifth. Speaking of D&D &D on Saturdays. Uh-huh. How has the first half of, of the battle as DM, how is it, on a scale of one to 10, how impressed are you? Okay. Hmm. I, answer I don't want to ask for details because- No, I, I understand don't wanna... you don't want to ask for details. I, I, I will say 
this to you. I will tell you what I said to Star Kitty. And that was that uh, you guys have done better than I expected. You surprised me. Yay! So. <laughs> yep, exactly, Aries. Yes. <laughs> they have, uh, they, you guys ex executed your plan despite some, some questionable choices in the middle of the, of, of the fight. Uh, there were, uh, the, the, despite those things, you guys have done remarkably well, and, and yeah. So, who knows what might happen? I'm looking forward to who it. Knows? Who knows? I guess we're going to find out tomorrow, aren't we? <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> you and me both. Uh. Literally, literally, we'll spend, out, spend way too much of our lives discussing oh it's so good i, I love and, it so much and i and and i think that's fantastic i i can imagine there might be some dms out there who 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 i don't know for whatever reason might be would not like to hear that their players are coming up with tactics in between stuff i'm like oh, no i'm absolutely like i totally yeah. It's all about yes. the experience. It's all about the fun. The fun must come first. Always. Yes. Always. That's what I think. And I have to say, my evenings, like Fate and I, will just spend way too long going, well, if they do this, then we could do this. <laughs> but if they do this, we could do this. Forever. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm honored that uh, that that I, I take up that much space in your time. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's it's that creative thinking. It's that imagination. It's that you know the human creativity. Mm. It's been inspired. It's this neat kind of feedback loop, isn't it? It's this wonderful, mm -hmm. beautiful feedback loop that creates, you know, keeps creating this kind of kaleidoscope of of colors and and sounds and and impressions and just uh it's mm, true virtual art right not virtual as in computer virtual but like virtual as in your in your head virtual art it's here somewhere around in this area mm. i guess i don't know i slipped <laughs> right into fern i don't know what happened okay yeah <sighs> Well, we're a little bit amped now, so it's time to wrap it up. Let's wrap up this, because otherwise the never-ending dopamine might make our heads explode. I know. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Bandwidth and Banter. It's been a pleasure and an honor. 